Shooting the Gap with Ryan and Gonzo. To believe in a higher being, I mean, that's just... Yeah, but like... The Allspark, like, where did the Allspark come from? The Creator. Okay. Or a Creatatron, or whatever they call him. Creatatron. Geppetto. Geppetto. It would be Geppetto. Well, I that's... think it would be Geppetto. Jabpator. <laughs> wow, and let's just say... That's racist, Ryan. And let's just <laughs> say that we're recording now, so... Oh, Jeff. Great. Jeff. <laughs> Let's just stop with that train of thought. It may or may not be going to... It a... felt appropriate when it came out. <laughs> well, that says a lot about you and... A lot about the show. Japanese mm. filmmaking. Yeah, that's what he meant. Well, no, it says a lot about it. So who wants... Either you want the intro? Oh. Thanks, Doug. Welcome to Shooting the Gap. Soft opening. Good stuff. Um, coming off a good week, I would have to say. Started off as kind of a bad week and then ended up okay. Talking about the Broncos? No, the Broncos had a great week. Because they did not play. So they couldn't play. Exactly. It's the best part about not playing, Doug, is you don't lose. And. You don't win. They got What you don't lose? They got healthy. We'll talk about that soon. They got healthy. week just for. For uh, awesome people, um, Terrell Davis made it to the 15th round. 15th round. <laughs> 15th person thing. It's been a long day. Finally, it's Terrell Hall of Fame. Absolutely. Finally. That's, that's, that's my brother Drew right there who's in with us today. Say hi, Drew. How's it going? Oh, man. Absolutely. Terrell Davis makes it to the uh, 15th finalist. Further he's made it. We, we like to say, how you doing, Scott? And or Don, whichever one of you downloaded an episode to listen to. One person is people. Or so, Justin. Or <laughs> our favorites are fans. What are you, 15? Was that an anarchy sign? Oh, yeah. It's anarchy around here. That was like four shows ago. Doug, get with the times. Anarchy. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know what I did with my picks, but I know I did terrible. Oh, well. Do we introduce Drew? We introduce Drew, right? Yeah. Just, okay. Just, just threw it out there. But yes, he's made the appearance. There's been talks of him appearing, and here he is. I'm here, finally. So happy. So Glad happy. to be here. Nice I track. thought Gonzo was making you up. <laughs> <laughs> well, who did you have last week? What went down? What do you have? Um, pick one game, start from there. Go. Pretty go. Well, that Dallas-Detroit game, I think, was probably the best game of the four. And the funniest. Uh, funniest half. Uh, awkward <laughs> hugs. Awkward white man hug. Rich white people oh, hugs man. in the bottom. Oh, the Press booth. Ball. goes right to the booth. What is that about? There's people pissed about that, for I, sure. They're all mad because it's like, oh, but you're the governor of New Jersey. He doesn't like your fucking team. Your team sucks. Fuck the Jets. Yeah, yeah but- it's, it's weird. He, he seems like he should be a Giants fan. He should be. He shouldn't be hanging out in the owners' box during a playoff yeah. run when I'm an, I'm an op- opposing team while your team's at home doing nothing, <laughs> and then you're hugging like, woo! Like, why don't you just be there? That hug had to get him a couple hundred thousand though in donations. <laughs> I would think. 
That's what donations. He's trying to become twenty six president. As, as we all know, he gets the money and loses votes, but that doesn't matter when you're in New Jersey. It's gonna be just fine. It'll be fine. Um, bad call. Really bad call. That's like an understatement. It the very, bad call. It was the bad call. Can we call Even it? The I call? know about it. It's, it's. I can tell you what, Gonzo. It was definitely worse than some some bad calls I've seen in my day. Well, it was, <laughs> and I certainly wasn't provoking that thought, but for sure, <laughs> fucking much worse. Um, I think it was, but it it it. it it completely sparks an opportunity and, and gives the ball to a, a team that does, didn't have the ball at that point. That flag shouldn't have been picked up just because of the timing. Like as far as the, the penalty was legitimate or not, whether it's called correctly, because some say pass interference wasn't the correct call. Well, the holding was, and they say, well, what about the face mask? Because he he glanced with the face mask. He didn't grab it. He he glanced with it. The offensive player, Brandon Pennygrew, coming off of it. Um, yeah, it's it. Right away, I thought it was a hose. It was a bad call. I thought it swung the game, and it gave the game to the Cowboys. Not in a. It wasn't wrapped up with a bow. But I was, was gonna say there's still plenty of plays left in the game. So a lot of times when I hear people gripe about ah call, it's not like the fucking Ed Hockley blown whistle fucking call for Jay Cutler where. Totally gave the Broncos another opportunity to have another down to score. So, I mean, because the game's over if he calls it correctly. So, that game is over. But this one, there's still lots of time left. There's still lots of plays left. They didn't even score. I mean, well, I mean... Well, there's there's a lot that happened after. They could have scored. They had plenty of opportunities to score after that. It's not like that was like the only call in the game that was like, oh, it was so pivotal. But I do agree with you that it did. It kind of the Cowboys had already got momentum, and it just it, sw- it just swung more momentum their way. They were able to. It, it was definitely something that, that let them hold on to the win because they don't play well at home, and they didn't actually play all that well for. Good parts of the game. My only uh, my only problem with the call is how it went down. I, it's weird when the flag comes out and then because some ref saw something and I don't know I don't know which ref made the call and which ref overruled him. But it's always weird that one ref saw something and then another ref comes in and, and, and that's even it. how it happened. But it, it happened even a little bit more than that as well because it. It was it was thrown and then the call happened. The the, the ref made the call on the television. He said, "Pass interference, oh, first yeah. down." I did forget and about that. then they picked the flag up afterwards and it was like, "What? The Cowboys? The the Lions are pissed. Everyone's kind of like wondering what's going on." Huge fucking call because of, like you said, the way that it went down. It it just how many times does the ref pick up the flag after he calls it on television? Like does the deal. That, that Almost one. never, after they've actually called it from the referees. Like once, usually once the referees called it, it's nobody ever comes up to go, no, 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 no. Did if it, they do that, they go, no, 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 no. It's on the other team. Did it? Like, did it that they're just correcting. Did him, it but. seem? Did it seem like straight home cooking? Did it seem like someone phoned in something? <laughs> Is that picture of the of the uh, officiating guru, the the czar of officiating walking off of the 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 party bus of Jerry Jones? Like, 
connected to this? Is this something like that? Is this an NFL? I don't personally buy the conspiracy thing. I okay. think I think the NFL is so popular that anybody can play and win. And anyone's any, yeah, anyone can play in the AFC and NFC championship games. And those are going to be high rated games just because there's so much on the line. Okay. Trip to the Super Bowl. I don't think they would. I mean, I'm I'm way more skeptical about the NBA than I am the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. I, I mean, I I see, and I you know usually to back that up, I'm like, okay, well, where are all the calls for those teams that they would want in those games? The Giants don't get those calls. Yeah. The Cowboys got what this one, but there's, there's a lot of calls in that game. That's that's what kind of came out about it. And like it, it was it was a poorly officiated game totally is, is what it says because after after this call gets exposed you hear about this one this one this one this one this one because everyone's looking to prove it doesn't matter if you get this because this happened to my team so fuck your team kind of like loses the whole integrity of the of the sport in my opinion focusing on such a big play that's so obvious and then going back to other plays that were obvious and should have been obvious and weren't blah blah blah. Penalty wise, it's it's a it's a focus on officiating in the NFL that is huge. It's it's very all the time, all the time. It's always talked about in games much more. Now maybe I'm forgetting twenty years ago, fifteen years ago when we watched ESPN and whatnot. And it wasn't always well the officials this, officials that, officials this. I don't remember that too much. I remember more football of it, and the officials have kind of become part of the game. I will. I will definitely say that uh, Twitter and social media probably has something to do with that because I can only imagine how many Detroit fans complained about that, and I bet ESPN <laughs> saw that. And I mean, I'm I'm very cynical about stuff like that. But I, one of the bottom lines to me is the call happened and shit happens. Dallas still had to go get that touchdown, so it's not like. It's not like it blew the game for Detroit. They were still winning, even after, well, bro, even bro. after the call was finalized. They right, were still right winning. after the call, the punt shanked horrifically off to the right, fifteen-yard punt. Awesome field position. There's a few calls after that that are obvious. You know, there's a pass interference. That's true. That, that was a that was a twenty-yard punt. Just put them in like they were. I feel like you guys right like there. made it further. I thought it was a ten yard. It was a twenty yard, twenty yard gross. Absolutely. There you go. There you go. And um, and then there was some penalties called during that. There was a there was a third down or was it a fourth? A third? I think it was a third down that would have been uh, forcing the field goal, and they called a holding on one of the linebackers. On I think it was either a tight end or a running back coming out of the backfield. On a screen, he just he tackled him. He totally did. But it was right after they picked the flag up on 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 a, on a questionable call as well, and the the calls went the Cowboys' way. I think that is undeniable. Cowboys fans, who I know, who are football fans first, <laughs> have said, "Yeah, a lot of, that's that fourth quarter was swung right our way," and it, it was. It, it it in my opinion, it was that that call. Just went and it's along down the line. It's it's part of the game. It is what it is. Hopefully the the cards are favoring you. <laughs> that was some shit. Get me off this. Go. Get you off. Get you. You want to talk about like 
the Colts beating the Bengals again. It's a team that hasn't really. It's a team that hasn't really beat anybody since there. We're playing them this week, but they still haven't really beat anybody. What do you got to say? Cincinnati without AJ Green is not a dangerous football team, and Jermaine Grisham as well. Yeah, he's he's whatever. But uh, I'm with you on that. <laughs> Where everybody was like, they don't have Jermaine Grisham. I'm like, they call his name like three or four times a game. I don't. The Bengals. But those just, times are good. <laughs> the Bengals just don't have an elite quarterback, and as much as Marvin Lewis is still behind Andy Dalton, he said in the media, I think that he was. That was he saying the right things? Do you? I, I think he said he was happy to have him as their quarterback, something to that effect. And that's like I'm happy to have him sleep in my spare bedroom. It's, it's, <laughs> it's really not the nicest thing in the world. Uh, do Do you think that they they fire? Um, Marvin Lewis or cut Andy Dalton move on I think eat the don't. contract and they're move not, on they're not doing either I, don't <clears> I think. agree it's yeah. Cincinnati yeah. they're not doing either they're that is, because, that is because well, hold on it's, I just thought that's all I'm saying they're, they're going because they're going to the playoffs even though they still haven't won a playoff game they're going to the playoffs which Three for Cincinnati is a really big step up from not going to the playoffs that's true that's so, that's pretty much been my argument for. And that's I mean it's just it it sucks because you don't want to cut a coach a winning coach free and then, you know, be like all the other damn. Teams but that's why I think cut people. That's why I think moves. cutting Andy Dalton is a lot easier. Start over. Yeah, they they need an upgrade quarterback, him. and I also forgot uh, there was no Fontes uh, Perfect, and mm-hmm. Ray Maluga got hurt early, so very early game. Indy, Indy took control early, and that was it. Cincinnati is definitely a respectable franchise these days compared to where they were in the '90s and and you know the early the, the early 2000s. But they're going nowhere. They're not a serious contender with Andy Dalton as quarterback. I agree. I mean, if if it was to cut, I would I would get rid of. Um, Andy Dalton, but I agree with Ryan that they probably won't do any of that. <laughs> and they'll be back next week. And they'll be back. <laughs> next year. Because the Bears proved that you can get rid of your coach and your team still can suck. Uh, Arizona and Carolina. Boring game. Boring. Boring. Um, Arizona didn't really have a chance. That quarterback was in over his head, obviously. I think it... That was even said like so many times during the broadcast that people that don't watch football said that kid was in over his head. It had had no chance. Tragedy for Arizona this year. Just they were there with the defense. Their defense came back because they were. The talk was that the defense was oh they just have Peterson, they just have just a couple of guys that's all they everybody's basing it off of like their defensive line won't play well and I thought their defensive line looked deep last year so I don't understand that talk talking about how their defensive line was but it was it was obviously all about the quarterback it was clearly definitely without Palmer it was they were a different team without Palmer and Stanton won them some games but you can only just imagine how much better that team would have been if they actually had, which is weird for me to say out loud, Carson Palmer. 
because I didn't. I know Gonzo was kind of a Carson Palmer guy. I'm not as much, but I always felt like since his knee got just destroyed, he hasn't been the same dude. But he's he was definitely a difference maker when he was playing, and it was that offense was different. That team was different. They had fire, and the only time they ever got fire is when the defense started making picks or getting turnovers. That was the only way they could get any kind of spark from that team. I agree. Uh, yeah, that word spark is good because they were just so stale going down the stretch. They Without Carson they, Daly. <laughs> no Carson Daly. And, uh, They've got no Carson they, Daly. They couldn't get first downs, and their offense didn't couldn't change. Couldn't get Nicki Minaj in there. Arians is their or coach. Is a guy. Don't want he's, he's a defensive-minded guy, so he just kind of lets the... Well, uh, their offensive system is kind of... Regardless of who the quarterback was, they were still taking shots downfield. It seemed like, but it was designed. Their third that. stringer just couldn't make the throws the way Palmer could. They were just no. The reads were slow. The pressure was more too because they're like, we're gonna throw more pressure at this kid because that's what you do in a situation like that. And that yeah, um, was tough. And on Carolina's side, I actually think they're playing pretty good football. I think they've won four or five in a row now, and. That defense actually looks like it did last year, a little bit. They looked not, pretty good last week. Not as good, uh-huh. but in the past couple of weeks they've been playing pretty well. Yes, they have. But they've been playing subpar opponents. That's true. Not their not their fault. I mean, their offensive opponents have not been. But very you know what? Good. You know what good defenses do against subpar opponents? Dominate. Play good. They Play dominate good. them. Uh, real good. quick, the Baltimore Ravens and the Pittsburgh Steelers. True. True. That one kind of surprised me, actually. I probably would have taken Pittsburgh in that game. Ooh, really? I did take Pittsburgh. Although, That's why they lost. <laughs> I mean, no, no Le'Veon Bell definitely changed Shit. things. That that, yeah. brought, that evened things out a lot. Um, the running game was not the same for Pittsburgh. Yeah, but Baltimore's just kind of surprised me in general. I don't... Like, uh, <clears throat> Torrey Smith hasn't really done much all year, but Steve Smith's been blowing up and... Yeah. He's had his shining moments. He's also been quiet some games where he just, I don't think he can be, I don't know if somebody's getting in his head, but he seems off of his routes. And No, he's old. And when, when he's in games, <laughs> nah, he, he makes big plays. When he's not, he makes no plays. That's, that's, the, that's, the, that's a lot of a, of, a, of a really good receiver. He was never a great receiver. He was a really good receiver. He was really good. And he's still making plays. He is a playmaker. Jameis Winston's going to the draft. Is this a good move? Bad move? <laughs> In my opinion, it's a really good move when you get together and you have a meeting and your head coach is there, your athletic director is there, your dean is there, the president of the school is there, and they look at you and they say, you're going to leave Florida State now. <laughs> and we're going to avoid embarrassment for the school and yourself by you declaring to go pro because we're done with you. Bye. No more antics. That's how I think that went down. I completely think it went down like that. They're done with him. They they got what they wanted. They got a national title out of out of really nowhere, right? Really nowhere, right? Yeah, I, I mean, didn't. I don't think anybody any... had. F, I didn't hear anybody preseason that you're talking about FSU or yeah. Jameis Winston yeah. at all. Um, very true. 
Doug, they, did you they, hear about James Winston? FSU got what they wanted. They're no, back up no. at the top. They're going to get the recruits. They're going to. They Why did he the, get kicked out of FSU? Well, he didn't technically get kicked out. That's that's my thought. It's he that's, has theories. That's that's my thought. Not I'm going. What, what brings you to that thought? Okay, I was just yeah, saying so. a lot of it. <laughs> I, I just said a lot of it. Um, he he brought a he brought a national title to the football program for the first time in mm-hmm. twenty years. Mm-hmm. No, they won one in. Uh, oh no, uh, two thousand two. But what did he do to fuck up? Yeah, uh, the rape allegation was ah, was very very. That's what I was looking for. Very big, um, stealing crab legs, getting suspended for yelling things out that most people wouldn't get suspended for. But he's a dick. Fuck right in the pussy. Fuck right in the pussy. But he was pissing people off, and they were like, suspend him again, you know, you know type shit. Uh, with, and not even, there was no suspending. He, he barely got, but he, never missed a game. he never missed a game. He went, he went through court proceedings where there was questionable how he didn't get popped, even though the story's questionable altogether, but whole nother deal. It's all this stuff that's surrounding him, compared to a guy like Johnny Manziel, who we have condemned on this show... Is worse than Johnny Manziel times five. In terms Period. of antics or in yes, terms of worse. problems. What he'll do, Doug, is he'll he'll get other players to put their middle fingers up also so he can get five middle fingers up. Because uh-huh. he's five times worse than Johnny Manziel. He completely he completely lost his five mind. Five fingers up. He melted down for this guy. He melted down. <laughs> In the what was it the uh, Rose Bowl? Rose Bowl. He melted down next to his coach. Where what what did his, what did Jimbo Fisher said? He said, "I'll tell you what, Jameis. I read his fucking lips, dude. I'll tell you what, Jameis. If you don't calm the fuck down, you're gonna find a way to the bench." That's what he said. I saw that. He like it was a very heated exchange, dude. Jameis Winston. And then he fell over, lost his damn all mind. silly, and fumbled the ball. Fumbled the ball, lost his composure more. That's a good time. He's so you're saying this is probably well. What with Drew, is he going? Is he is he going to be a good pro? Is he just a bust waiting to happen? Well, I remember hearing that he doesn't wear contacts or have he doesn't have laser eye surgery. So that's why he's always squinting. He really yeah. needs to get he that is. addressed. I think <laughs> if he's going to be a professional quarterback. <laughs> Vision. Vision is important. You'd be able to see. That's weird. I think no doubt he's going to be a top 10 pick, if not a top 5 pick. They're talking first overall the right now. I mean, the way NFL, the NFL chases quarterbacks, and uh, he would definitely be taken. I, I'm skeptical about what he can do. Not ability-wise, but just... He seems like a, a knucklehead. Uh, yeah, definitely. Seems like he's already <laughs> immature, so give him $5 million and then see what, what his maturity yeah, level rises to exactly. at that point. It, you said he's Johnny Menzel times five. Yeah. And <laughs> he seems there's worse. Been, there's still been stories about Johnny Menzel this year. so Recent stories. Recent yeah. stories. So I, I'm, skeptical. I'm skeptical about Janus. And and on the pro side, he has a long drawn out delivery. <laughs> it's like he's throwing a baseball. 
Takes a while to get there. He's a naturally accurate quarterback, meaning that his delivery is fucked up and he still gets the ball on point a lot. That's true. I would, uh, uh, but a long delivery and not a lot of pressure in his face, I, and he's going to have a lot of pressure in his face I, wherever he goes. I feel like he's Total got douche. bust written all over him. He's Jamarcus Russell. He's got yeah. bust two, written dude. all over him. Fucking a, dude. And anybody who takes him will be sorry they wasted the pick. And dude, somebody and these people will know waste it too. They the know pick. it, but they're gonna do it. They're yeah, gonna pick them gonna, anyway. Some team's gonna set themselves back. And if, if I was a GM, I would, I would certainly favor Marcus Mariota. I, I would but, too. Uh, I, it, it's pretty obvious to me. Marcus, is that did I get? Is that his first name? Yeah, you okay. had it, brother. <laughs> we watched like, yeah, Marcus, football Marcus. We get Marcus. Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Carrington, Ducks wide receiver, smoking pot for smoking the ganj, rocking the ganj. That is Doug, illegal in Oregon. Unbeknownst to you, he was uh, catching two touchdown passes and getting 150 plus yards last uh, two weeks ago. How he was high? Well, well, he's that's not why we figure should. that out this week because he's suspended. <laughs> he's not going to play in the championship. He's game. not even going to be in the championship. But he's, but yeah. They won't even let him on the plane. He's not even going to be in the area code. Because <laughs> he got high. Because he, he got high. Because he got high. Da, 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 da. Sorry, Deb. How much, does that, <laughs> how much does that help Ohio State? A lot. I think everything helps Ohio State right now. Uh, we're going to talk about that pretty soon. Um, we got that game. But, but yeah, it, it's... Uh, Let's get to the top fives. Let's get to the fucking high fives, dude. High five. Anticipated awesome high fives. In honor of Doug. We're not going to do this one now. We're going to go later. I know. I throw curveballs. Pull the string. I got like some motherfucker. We're going to do. Ah, that was a sports reference. The top, the top, the top championship games. Top BCS championship games, championship games, favorite championship games, whatever it is, championship games in college football. Your deal. My my only, I'll start, I'll I'll let you know they're not in any order, but the the one that is number one is when CU won the national title. I guess a tie, I know, for Georgia Tech. Oh wow! It's the Orange Bowl, so it's my oh. favorite. See, it's my favorite. So I guess, but I gotta go with. Yeah. I haven't had anything to root he, for for a he while. He put it out the box, and he went with a game that wasn't a national title game. <laughs> it totally wasn't a national title. It was for a national title. They don't. They lose. They don't. It was. It. it was for a chance. It's true. This was a, a tricky category. It was, it was kind of my idea. We, we I, to- I, feel, I feel bad about it. But we spoke about it earlier, and it made sense. It was a tricky. Um, and then the rest of them are really. Um, well, I'll, I'll, I'll actually say the FSU-Auburn game last year was... I thought that was a really fucking good championship game. That one came all the way down to the end, and you didn't know who was going to win it. And I thought it was an incredible game, and it was a great matchup. Last guy um, had the ball, for sure. Um, and then the other one is to, to smite... Um, well, actually, no, 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 no. Smiting no. of the last two. I'll get I'll get my smiters out of the way at the end. Um, the 06 Rose Bowl, uh, Texas and USC. That was a fucking great one. 
awesome, epic game, no epic game. About it. I was, and that was a time I wasn't really watching a lot of college ball. I had slipped and hadn't watched a lot because he was starting to really fucking suck. It's hard to watch the <laughs> Buffaloes. And it started to get really hard to watch college football, but I watched that game. That game was fucking incredible, and it was awesome. Um, and then the other two is um, Nebraska getting killed by the U. 37-14, 2 Rose Bowl. That was a funny one. <laughs> Fuck you. Because I fucking hate Nebraska. And anytime not they can Tommy get Frazier, totally bitch. raped in a national title game, it's great. And then the 96 Sugar Bowl, Florida Gators destroying Florida State because I fucking hate Florida State. And watching them get destroyed 52 to 20 is just highly epic and funny to me. It was, it was worse than that. <laughs> what pen? What's yeah. up, Joseph? You're up. Uh, well, number five through two aren't really in any particular order. Uh, and I really had trouble finding a fifth. Like he's been on the show. Taking uh, <laughs> like a season one. pro so already. So, my number five is 2001. Oklahoma beat Florida State 13 to 2. And I just want to mention that because, like, <laughs> Florida State scored two points in a yeah. national championship game. That's that was one of fucking the most, pathetic. That was such a boring <laughs> game. I watched. Yeah, it was. It was. It was really awful. And then um, Florida over Ohio State in 07. Uh, just because I knew Florida was gonna win that, and Ohio State was a huge favorite. I think going they were, in, they were they were undefeated, fourteen plus point. And but they were they had such a soft schedule that year. I feel like they only played Michigan, if I remember. They only did. And literally only did play Michigan. Florida was just battle tested in the SEC that year. Um, same with Ryan, Miami over Nebraska. That was just a fun game to watch. <laughs> Training in Colorado. If you hate Nebraska, <laughs> watching that game. Just put a smile on your face. Because watching them just get destroyed after they talk shit like they belong there. Yeah. And awesome. And that was the year uh, CU should have gone over them, right? Mm-hmm. Right? I they think missed it by the points the way right. they did the points. Because the BCS. Point fucking two or something like that. Actually, that was the, when, when Miami played Nebraska. No, that was the year that Miami wasn't in the national title game. Miami didn't win the national title that year. Miami, it's, the it's U, totally. like in O in O two here with Clinton. No, yeah. no, you're right. No, because they played Florida. I'm we, we oh, it. out. That's <laughs> out. You're right. You're right. Shut up, Gonzo. Shut up, Gonzo. But, uh, <laughs> done. I, I think I think that was the year they got screwed out. No, and, uh, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. And then uh, got two more. Uh, Florida State over Auburn last year. That was a good game. It was close. Uh, I didn't write down. Was that the one where they rushed the field? Uh, they rushed that field one. Over. Like. Goalposts might have come down. The man is on the field. <laughs> Never mind. And then, <laughs> and then Michigan. And then my number one. <laughs> this probably got to be one of the best college games ever. Same with Ryan. Texas over USC in 06. 41 to 38. Full of just stars a, too. Full of stars and just a great football game. I think the lead changed a handful of times. Just every possession. Well. It went all over the place. That's the famous, just a great game. Yeah, it's the famous one. Uh, my the, everything's already been mentioned. 
that I've already that I've told me this. So. But so, what order is it in? So, so? It was no. It was it's no in order. no particular <laughs> order. No particular order. Uh, it is. It's in three, two, uh, four, one. USC, Texas. Um, Vince Young took over, lost the Heisman, won the fucking national title. Um, played very. And might have killed a guy with a very star. well in that. Uh, Florida, Ohio State. Ohio State blew their load. Ted Ginn fucking returns the fucking kickoff for a touchdown. While he's celebrating with his Ohio State Buckeye fucking teammates, he blows his knee out. And then the only guy that could do anything against the Florida Gators is taken out of the game. And Florida destroys them after that, 41-17. Bah! Miami, Ohio State. The second best, because Texas USC is the best one I've seen. Miami, Ohio State is an amazing game. Controversial. Uh, Willis McGahee, blown knee. Fucking one of the most devastating hits. Yeah. Controversial call in the end zone. Pass interference. I missed Amazing. That uh, Florida State Auburn last year was everything you wanted it to be. It was the end of the SEC dominance and it had to be taken. Florida State took it. That was like Jameis Winston taking pussy. That was fucking hardcore. He's like, Sometimes you just gotta take the pussy, man. Oh, I thought you were gonna oh, say. Oh. I thought you were gonna say crab legs. I was gonna say. I thought you were gonna say Bill Cosby. Say it. Uh, and number one for me is just oh. the night that I had when Florida beat Florida State in the Sugar Bowl, the uh, <laughs> one of the outright championship games in an era that didn't have championship football games. The team that I fell in love with two years before, um, like I was, I was a bus Sex fan. Love. I was a Gators fan. But. Sex love. It was sex love. Orange and blue. Passing attack. Quarterback war number seven. It was like cheating on my Broncos. It was just like... Just worked Doug. out. Doug. And they smoked him. And it was more like 64 to 25. Yes, right. 64 to 23. Something like that. That's what I think the score of that game was. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's 52 to 20. I'm pretty sure you're kind of ugly. <laughs> That's kind of true. Yeah, I'm going to go with that. Nah. No one's going to argue Duck. the score of that one. I mean, let's you're kind of ugly. Kind of ugly segues into gonna be rock stars. Too ugly. Well, they uh, would be ugly now. <laughs> you Ew. wouldn't kiss them, that's for sure. But I would suck the drugs out of their bones. Uh, this kid. Well, that's getting hot. Give me uh, a fucking rock. You might OD. Some fucking, of the people I have on my list Give me a rocker, an ounce of Elvis. Because um, it was his birthday recently. Um, oh, who's reviving Elvis? <laughs> so anybody, I hope they bring sorry. back Elvis. I didn't mean to go there right away. I'm sorry that hurts anyone's feelings. I just meant sucking the drugs out of them. But, oh, no. Yeah. Uh, so Guns when I had this idea a couple weeks ago uh, over a misunderstanding about a top five. And we thought it'd be funny to do swap... A dead musician for a now living musician, or still living musician, and or asshole. Just, just around. Just there. I will say on a personal note, before I get to mine, um, I did go within bands. Okay. okay. Definitely made, made it harder, in, in my opinion. But, I mean, that's a, that's a more respectable list. Listen to that shit. So who would like to go first? No. Oh, okay. oh, no. He does not want to go. I'll go first. I'm last or second to last. <laughs> um, no, I might have none of these in a particular order. I'm just going to say them. You're an asshole. <laughs> Suck a dick. 
Lane Staley. We'll trade him out. For the current guy. I don't know his name. I'm just kidding. I'm, <laughs> Lady Gaga. We're oh. trading out Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga's Gaga. gone? <laughs> gone. Dead. I, I felt like that was an easy Bury trade. her in her meat dress. I, I feel like it's that was a very... That's a reference to her music, I think. We, I was hoping we could just not see her fucking face, fuck fucking face anymore. That's what I was hoping. Okay, so you're going for... Fuck 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 okay. fucking face, fuck fuck fucking face. Um, and then another easy one. I mean, you take one tool bag, like Justin Bieber, and then you replace him, put Dimebag Daryl back on this fucking planet, because if one person deserves to be shot to death on stage, it's fucking Justin Bieber. So... <laughs> That could happen. That if, would be great. I mean, there would be a lot more people upset about it, but not the music community. And then, <laughs> let's we're going to take another opposite. Somebody who thinks he's hardcore and thug. Like Drake, for example. Oh, there we go. And then we'll bring Tupac back. Huh. So we can have First good hip-hop. First name open. Last name anus. <laughs> yes. And then, I'm sure Doug and Gonzo will appreciate this. Oh. Cliff Burton will replace <laughs> Lars Ulrich because it should have fucking been Lars. <laughs> and then last but not least, Kurt Cobain comes back and we send that fucking douchebag Chad Kroger from fucking Nickelback <laughs> off a fucking cliff. Good one. I kill Nickelback and bring back good music at yeah. the same time. Skull fucked that pussy. Yeah. I mean, no, no love for that guy. All right. Well, uh, kill it. My list, I had a really hard time just thinking of the five musicians, so I had to find a way to narrow the field. So word, I had word, to, like... Word. I had to eliminate self-destructive musicians hmm. that... Might die again a week later. <laughs> After <laughs> no Jim Morrison on the list. Yeah. Amy okay. Winehouse is not going to make this list. And sadly, sadly, I mean, no Lane Staley. Like, I, I just had to... He's like, I'd bring back Lane, but he'd go right to the hair <laughs> off. He'd, he'd give it eight years. He lasts. I had he doesn't to, kill himself he right was, away. You know, he makes one good record, at least, and we get another good Alice in Chains record. It's not too good. He was he was hardy, but I just I had to. So uh, my first one is uh, Jimi Hendrix, uh, Justin Bieber. Yes, you said it. He uh, he deserves to die. The world would just be a better place. Jimi Hendrix isn't gonna OD again. <laughs> well, technically, I think the last thing he took was a sleeping pill, and he uh -huh. was known to have trouble sleeping. So, so I'll, I'll wake him in the day of. Pills. Well, I mean. <laughs> It, it's he's like we got prescriptions and doctors as long as he doesn't go to Michael Jackson's guy he's good right that's certainly an opinion but to me he's legally high at this point Michael to, Jackson's doing really well to me right he now. wasn't yes. as self destructive as some Michael Jackson said how's Whitney taking it okay These, <laughs> I got a I would probably swap John Lennon for Paul McCartney what just because <laughs> not so much because of the Beatles. But because of wings. And that would be <laughs> But because of wings. He makes points. When he said that, that makes much more sense. Yeah, I was like, wait, what? Alright, now. Yeah, I don't really have anything against Paul McCartney, but just But wings. Yeah. That's yeah. The only I thing said, I, I said. 
<laughs> I would uh, bring All back right. Marvin Gaye for uh, for R. Kelly. R. Kelly's just uh, fucking scumbag. And uh, Marvin Gaye's this dad shot him. Marvin Gaye's father shot him with a gun that he, he was him. offending God. He was like, dude, I've been, I've been in prison three times. I'm going to shoot you because God's pissed at you. Totally. With a gun, he bought him. Bought his dad the gun. <laughs> I'd bring back uh, Freddie Mercury for Bono. <laughs> not, not that, not that I'm a huge. What is this? Not that I'm a huge Queen fan, but, <laughs> but I just I don't well, like. He sees like it sounded good. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't well, like he's gonna get AIDS again. No, he's fine. Well, he could. Well, he's brought back. Magic life. Johnson is fine now. I feel like Freddie Mercury could survive on the cocktail. Oh, he was a year well, and on and on our list, line. Kurt Cobain's face is back in order. Know, so and then what face? And then my final one will be the uh, the nail in the coffin of you two. I will bring back Stevie Ray Vaughan and kill Edge. You take out nice. The nice. Yeah. Actually, just, yeah. Just so I, you two I can't I, high five I, I on I that one. That was I wanted to get him on my list, but you I, might have actually beat all of us. <laughs> I wanted well, to get him on the list. I did. That was pretty good. I wanted to get uh, Def Leppard's drummer's arm on my list. <laughs> But you'd have to like sacrifice it for like someone's but leg. But then we'd have more <laughs> Def Leppard, right? I want Rick Allen's arm for Lita Ford. Look, I'd trade out the, the arm from Def Leppard for like one of like Mac Fleetwood's legs. There you go. <laughs> Alright, it's my turn. No discernible okay. order. And oh, I totally... For fuck's sake. And I, okay, you want me to go order? Okay. Let's go. No. Shut up. No. Shut up. Yeah. Shut up. Well, we're going to go Lane Stanley right away for Ringo Starr, because what the fuck has he done right <laughs> Who cares? He was, like, he was the only guy that could have been easily replaced in the Beatles, and nothing would have changed except Yellow uh, Submarine. And could we have all lived fine without Yellow Submarine? I think we'd yes. all. This think, world would probably be I think be a our parents would Yellow be Submarine. fine without Yellow Submarine. Tom Petty could have used another famous drummer on Full Moon Fever instead of him. It would have been fine without Ringo Starr. Die. Um, thank you, Ryan, Cliff Burton, Lars Ulrich. You took mine. I told you. Fine. Thank you. Um, obviously, the best bass player in, in metal that was uh, lost in a terrible accident. And Lars Ulrich, who collects artwork and doesn't wear socks when he wears tennis shoes. Who's going to get him to the Greek, though? That was he actually was yeah, here. He didn't mind getting made fun your of. Your mom sounds like a Monty yeah. Python sketch. Didn't didn't mind getting made fun of. Uh, we're gonna go dime bag for Michael Stipe. You fucking <laughs> cunt assholes! I fucking hate REM. I don't give a shit what you will ever say good that REM did. Rot, Michael Stipe. Fucking oh my god, that nasally voice with the over. Emphasizing his white language, like I know white people, they when they speak, they use every word like this, like fucking done. Um, Otis Redding for Lil Wayne, because done with that. Anything that Lil Wayne does, and Otis Redding never finished sitting on the dock of the bay. I would much rather have him sit around. 
come back to life and sit around for another 10 years and be rich off the money he's made off that song and figure out how to finish that song that he was never able to finish. How did Otis Redding die? I don't remember that one. It was in the book that I was given by an unrelenting screech who wants my life to end terribly. I can't remember the end of it, part of it. It was, it was bad, but he never crashes, finished it? it. That's a good one, though. Otis Redding. I, I a car love, accident, I think. Possibly something like that. I love that. I love that. Um, last and not least, in my opinion, uh, the band could have gone many directions. He was a very talented guy. He was a great guitar player, he sang very well, wrote good songs, bit off the right music, created a sound no one really had. Bradley Knoll, I fucking love that guy. Fucking love that dude. For who? Sublime. No, for who? Sublime. For who? You would you can't trade him for the surviving members? Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, really? I thought he was serious. I wasn't done talking about him yet. I'm sorry. No, I get you. Uh, Madonna. Easy. Fuck Madonna in her right ear. This is why. Because Madonna hasn't made music that has counted in a really long time. When she tours, she doesn't play any of those songs. So when they're like, Madonna's on tour. You get to hear Like a Virgin. Uh, no you don't. She's gonna play her live shit with a guitar and do yoga on stage and then eat some frozen yogurt. Like, it's gonna be a great concert. Plain crush. Um, Activia. English accent. Um, English accent. English accent. Fuck Madonna. That's like, her and Ray Rice, in my opinion, should get catapulted and then land harshly into a net. They get dispersed around the place so we don't have to hear about them. A net of knives. No, no, no. Soft, dull objects. Like vibrators. Dildos. Such. Uh, I fucked up and just realized that when I made this list last week, I only had four. I wanted to stand by them. Um, Then you need to invent a five. Yeah, improv. Improv. Improv me a five. Um, Read, Read your list and improv the five in your head as you go. Ready, go. Ready, go. <laughs> go. <laughs> uh, my number five, I would do, um... No, fuck. Who would I trade Freddie Mercury for? Michael Blueblay? Michael Blue 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 Bubble? Michael Bubble. <laughs> fuck him. Um, actually, fuck him. I'd rather have Frank back. I'd rather have Frank Sinatra back. Just because... That's crooner Unlike crooner. Michael... Yeah, yeah, crooner for crooner, but you know what? Sinatra will slap a bitch. And I'm okay with that. You it's... can't just hit your bitch, though. Yeah, how would... Well, somebody's off probation, no. so apparently you can. <laughs> and Sinatra's that guy. Sinatra? He'd slap a bitch. Uh, now, I went band within band, so uh, my number ended up my number five, uh, four was I would trade Courtney Love for Kurt Cobain. <laughs> yes. Or as I wrote, like, Kurt for Courtney. He said he went band for band? It was in the band. It was in the band's family. No, it was Courtney Love was not in Nirvana last night. What the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) But family. What? She owns all their rights. That's very true. She owns Kurt's songs. Sony owned Michael Jackson. It doesn't mean that they were in the band. Well, it's funny you should say that. (laughs) There's a little Sony guy dancing around going, Shama! Ha! Yeah, didn't you see that hologram? 
But it wasn't the Sony man. It oh. was it was Macaulay Culkin and Slash. Doing the chimichanga. It's the dance they do in Mexico. Wasn't George went his dad in that video? <laughs> it was. Totally off topic. Number two? <laughs> number, number three. three <laughs> Jesus was... I would trade... Uh, oh. I would trade Jesus for any uh, anybody else. Jesus is alive! We could, use, <laughs> we could use some Jesus. Uh, I would trade Michael for Tito. Yeah. I mean, sure. Because eh. there was going to be a good record coming up there soon. There you go. Still the king of pop. Weirdly enough, as you brought him up, was it what, either one of you two? No, I think it was uh, you, Ryan. Oh. I actually laughed. I went, Tupac for Drake. Even I had to go, come on. Let's get him back in and let's get him out. Uh, and, uh, of course, my number one was Cliff Burton for Lars Ulrich. I'm just sick of seeing fucking Drake on sports stuff. Like, yeah. aren't you a fucking hip-hop musician? Get the fuck Doesn't out of Doesn't he just look like he smells room. like a gay kid? He was never a hip-hop musician. Who the fuck is a Toronto Raptors fan? <laughs> Who the fuck looks like they smell like gay kittens? Apparently Drake. Is that what yeah. you're saying? Nice. Gay kittens stink the most? Like, yeah. Like gay like they like to fuck other gay cats or they can't catch a basketball. Or like they're happy. We'll call them A, we'll call them B, Gonzo. Or they can really catch a basketball. They catch balls right great. in the butthole. In the butthole. I was thinking paws. Or vagina to vagina. Yeah. Moving pussy on. To pussy. Moving right, on. Get it? Because they're kittens. Let's, uh, we got national title game, and we got playoffs. 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 Talking about playoffs. Playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs. 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 Packers and the Cowboys. Ooh. I feel like it's gonna be. Actually, I feel like it's gonna be a good game because Aaron Rodgers' calf is torn. It is partially torn. <clears throat> they say it's not a big tear. I don't know what the fuck that means. Because I have torn a very small muscle, very small, and it hurt like a son of a bitch. And it was your groin. Negative. I have not torn my groin, luckily. Well, you said it was really small. I have pulled my groin. <laughs> yeah? We'll go with pull and it was really groin. small? It was a really small pull. Mm-hmm. Yanked it to the left. Because I'm a lefty. You're a lefty? Yes, southpaw. I think it's going to be a good game. I, fi- I think it's... I don't think it's going to be that high scoring because of Aaron Rodgers' bum leg. I think they're. I feel like this game is going to go the Packers' way because they still have the ability to run the ball. The Packers do. The Packers do. Okay. Eddie Lacy still can run the ball, and I, I know the Cowboys still can run the ball and have a perfect record on the road. But the Packers play pretty goddamn good at. Lambo, so I'm taking the Packers at home by three. I don't know. Something like 24-21. Call it that. I'll, uh... You don't have to go with the score, but... I probably gotta go with the Packers, too, in that one. Uh, I look at them as... Even with Aaron Rodgers possibly limited, I look at them as the more balanced football team. Uh, Dallas... I, I just don't see... How they're going to stop Eddie Lacy and Jordy Nelson and Randall Cobb. I, I have a lot of respect for the Packers. And uh, and I would take Aaron Rodgers at 80% over 
Tony Romo at 100% any day. And I'll take Aaron Rodgers' girlfriend at 80%. And Romo's not anywhere close to 100%. So I'll go Packers 27, Cowboys 17 in that one. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go the complete opposite way. Um, taking the Cowboys. Is everything that Drew just said about how the the Packers are going to be able to run the ball with Eddie Lacy? I know that the Cowboys are going to be able to run the ball with DeMarco Murray. There's no doubt about that. Um, Tony Romo has pretty much been shown off in the last few weeks, five weeks, six weeks, not being the one that has to do the things and he's not making the mistakes. Um, it, it feels weird to say that He's not. It, it looks like they're playing that type of football. I think both both defenses are suspect. The Packers' defense is better, but their strength is not the run. Their strength is defending the pass. And they're going to get attacked with the run, is what I think. DeMarco Murray's going to be fed the ball a lot. He, he, he should be. Um, a lot of this also goes off Aaron Rodgers. If, if, uh, if, if Aaron Rodgers is playing possum a little bit, this is the time where, where players actually do. This is when oh, you can when you can say, "Oh, absolutely." He's, he's had a week to to rest and do nothing. And like, oh, it's it's hurting, it's hurting. He could come out, you know, hitting those bootlegs, getting deep, and 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 hitting that line of scrimmage and pressing those linebackers and hitting people deep. It, it's it's right there. But I'm gonna go with the Cowboys with the running game and the fact that Tony Romo doesn't have to beat people with his arm within the way that the Cowboys have been winning lately. They've been winning differently. Seattle, Carolina, are we going to talk too much about this? I just don't think Carolina's going to fly across the country in the Century Link field and do anything against this team. I don't think they'll do anything. I think they'll be lucky to score three points. I, three points? I think the Seattle Seahawks are going to win 31-3. to three. I think it's going to be a blowout. I would, I would certainly put my money on Seattle... Uh... I wouldn't be completely shocked if Carolina came out and made a game out of it, caught Seattle a little rusty, maybe, and got an early lead. And then I, their defense has been playing really well. And if they can, if they can stop Marshawn, which is an if, but I mean he's been stopped before. Then all you all you have to do is try to limit Andrew or sorry, uh, Russell Wilson yeah. on third down, and and that's a huge task, but. I mean, again, I, I would take Seattle, but Carolina could make a game of it. I'll say. I think I'm, I'm, I'm with both of you as far as picking Seattle, and I'm kind of with Drew as far as seeing how Carolina can win because I think we're seeing a, a, a like underdog aspect of it where you're seeing where they're going to blow them out, which is. Pretty fucking like fifty fifty deal, fifty fifty deal. Well, like if, it happens, big, if it happens, yeah. you'd be like, yeah, yeah. Prosperity deal. We're gonna go with the other side, and then you know if the if the Carolina defense can come out and and play hard, play play good against a, a, a rusty team, a rusty offense that isn't really, they're not explosive. The the Seahawks are not explosive offense. Things have to go right for them to be able to do what they do because their offense is simple as fuck. Holy shit, so simple, but. Yeah, I, I got I got the Seahawks winning. Carolina makes it a game with their defense, and Cam Newton goes off like he's playing in Auburn again and gets third and 12s, third and 10s, third and 8s, third and 7s, just 
dropping back and scrambles and just runs. You know, drop back, run, drop back, run, drop back, see what he does. That's the only way they can do it because they can't do it with their skill, their skill players outside. They can't compete with the Seahawks. Um, Patriots, Ravens. I got the Baltimore Ravens because the Bills have struggled. The Patriots have struggled. They're playing the Bills. The Bills have struggled. They did lose to the Bills. I'll put that out there. Um, no, but they 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 have struggled against better defenses this year, and this is a actually the strength of this team is still the defense. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna put it on the fact that they can run the ball. Justin Forsett's been able to run the ball all year. Now, as long as he's healthy, he'll be able to do it. Um, and I think they're going to keep Tom Brady off the field. And when he's on the field, he's going to be harassed like a motherfucker. This team owns them in the playoffs. They are three and one against this team in the playoffs. So mm. I think they can. And they're all in Foxborough. They're all in Foxborough. And if their kicker could kick, they'd be undefeated in Foxborough in the playoffs against this team. So my pick will be the Baltimore Ravens. I I am going to take the numbers. And correct me if I'm wrong, Ryan, but haven't they won the last two playoff games in Foxborough? They too? have won the last two playoff games in Foxborough. And they, if, if they run the ball, they definitely have a chance to control the game. I'm, my gut says New England for some reason. Uh, I, just, I just see Baltimore struggling in the red zone because of Revis and Browner and... New England seems to have a bend but don't break philosophy. Mm-hmm. But that's definitely one of the closer games this weekend in my mind. One of the more the more toss ups. Anyway, I, I feel like it's the one game where you could. I I feel I'd feel more comfortable picking that underdog of these four games than any other. And it's, a, it's the it's the popular. You know, this is who they don't want to play game. That's for sure. Um, Baltimore does play them well in the playoffs, but historically that's old. That's the last time they played in the playoffs was two years ago, three years ago, two years ago. Yeah, when Baltimore won it. Yeah, it's it's not this playoff team. This is a different team. Um, Forsett has actually tapered off in the last four games compared to what he did in the beginning of the season, the whole season beforehand. The last four games, he's at the bottom. He has not rushed the ball very well. Um, I know what the, the New England... Patriots are gonna do. They're gonna, they're gonna attack the middle. They're gonna stop that run, and put it on Joe Flacco and those corners, matching it up. It's it's gonna be tough in that respect. And and I look at Baltimore's defense, and I see a good defense, and I see a good pass rush. And I don't I don't know the defensive backs. I know their linebackers are good. Their first round picks, um, Upshaw and another guy I can't remember. Uh, good good stuff. The the way that this adds up really leads towards. When when I when you said numbers like within history, I say numbers with what's gone on this year. But look, I I gotta take I gotta take New England, but I'll be rooting for the fucking Baltimore Ravens. There's no doubt about it. I there's no matchup for Gronk. There's there's no matchup. I was just gonna say I forgot to mention. Yeah, Baltimore is gonna struggle with Gronk. I think. They, Who they doesn't? Yeah. Everybody does, and then they don't. And have they're every... they're banged up secondary, like you're saying. It's gonna it's gonna be a tough <coughs> tough deal. It should still be a good game. Um, one thing I think we all know, and I'm all in with this stuff. 
the Ravens and the Patriots in the playoffs are going to hit each other. There's going to be people dinged up and bumped up and hurt. And whoever plays next week is going to remember that sting from the week before. There's no doubt about it. Four years in a row, we're in the divisional round. Yeah. Denver Broncos. Four years in a row. Four years. Be playing the Colts. Smoked them. I mean, didn't really smoke them, but that game was over before they started to almost get back into it. We discussed this at the beginning of the year, and we had said, a lot of people said, oh, the Colts almost won that game. And what Gonzo and I were very stingy on is the fact that you have to tie the game before you can be considered to have almost won the game. You need to have had a lead or tied at some point. They at did least, not. At least they almost tied the they game. They came back. Came they to. came back to almost <laughs> tie the game. So, After was it, was it 31-3 or 31-10? It's 31-3. I don't remember I don't remember the score. I mean that September's a long time ago now. But uh yeah, to Ryan's point, they scored a bunch of points in garbage time. Yeah. When Jack Del Rio went Fox. He played Fox. Yeah, exactly. Play. It was the, the said, game had been decided. Let him, let him run around and make some passes. Play pre-event. We got this. It's over. Yeah. The game no was run over game at, at all. Halftime. No run game at all. Um, and I we think, stopped the run game already. So now it's kind of just like. But 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 we didn't use a run game. We, we well, used, yeah, no. we used play action and tried to get the ball to Monte Ball. And that was like the first game where we're like, holy shit, Monte Ball can't run the ball for shit. Is what it looks like. We're like, no, we'll be optimistic, but he wasn't able to do so. Now we bring in a running back that has the third most rushing yards since week eight, third or second, something like that. He's 800 plus yards, which tells me if he'd have been the starter, we'd have 16 plus 1600 yards plus rushing um, if he was there. So I think I think what this game consists of is Peyton coming off of. A bye, the rest of the team coming off a bye, and we're feeding the pill to C.J. Anderson with a great defense. I got the Broncos winning this game pretty handedly, I think. I think it's going to be a 10-point, at least, victory. That's my... I don't, I, I'm not going to... It'll depend on how Manning's throwing, on how that 10 points gets made, but it will be either slowly we will make a lead that they just can't catch up to, or will score enough, and they'll have to pretty much do like they did in week one and come right back and try and get the game close. But it's not going to be close. I don't think it'll be close. Broncos. I don't think anybody here is not taking the Broncos, right? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm definitely taking the Broncos. Uh, it's The Broncos seem to be a completely different team, though, than they were week one. We're absolutely was, a different team. I, that was still the the run-and-gun, you know... Toss it up to Demarius type offense. And Peyton's got five wide, four wide. He's calling the shots in the huddle. And Julius Thomas hasn't had a touchdown in forever. And that's that's really what made the passing offense dynamic. So It's been a very long time for him to get any kind but, of pass. But that said, I don't think Indy has enough defensively to, to, to stop C.J. Anderson or Peyton Manning. I think they'll... They'll run it all day and try to control the clock. And I think our defense will play well. And I, I think also the Broncos probably knew they were going to play Indianapolis. Given the seedings, I think Indy was the third seed. So they had to have known that they were going to beat Cincinnati. 
and play and play them. So I feel like they've been probably been preparing for him for two weeks. So yeah, no doubt. If if they can uh, limit Andrew Luck and if it, Andrew Luck's gonna have to have a monster day to beat the Broncos. Basically, it's gonna it's gonna be a four fifty plus five six touchdown type deal. He's gonna have to break. Peyton Manning's playoff record, which was ironically against the Broncos. God, why did you say that? He brought it up. It was brought up on Sports Center like a hundred times. Today, oh, okay. so, so don't worry. It, it, it's only new to the, the six people that are listening to this. <laughs> national title game has national title implications. <laughs> Worst I'm, newspaper hold on, headline hold on, ever. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm pretty sure whoever wins this wins it. Okay. Can we all agree wins it all. that the person who wins this game deserves to be the national champion? I already said that. Okay, I think we agree. I think we agree. Wins that being it. said, <coughs> I think this is going to actually be a really good national title game. I think it's going to be very entertaining. I, think, I agree. I, I, I think that's, it's going to be it's gonna be back and forth. Or... Be basketball where they're gonna score in streaks. It's just gonna be streaky, or it's gonna be tick for tack. But at well, the end of the game, games. at the end of the game, it's gonna be close. At the end of the game, it's going to be a close game. I don't, I don't see either Ohio State or Oregon blowing either of each other out. I think the game is going to. Well, I think you're more conservative with your good game description because you described like two different styles of games that would be good. The whole way. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I will take. You're, I will not be... take the puss route and not to pick a team. Yeah. Yeah. I will pick Oregon. I don't like either team. I'm not a fan of either team, but I'm definitely less of a fan of Ohio State. So I am taking Oregon because fuck Ohio State. Yeah, it's a lot easier for for me to hate those cunts from Ohio State, Drew. <laughs> My uh, thoroughly uninformed opinion. You <laughs> watch the same games we I only watched. watched Ohio State play in the Rose Bowl. Or, sorry, Ohio State in the Sugar Bowl. Sugar, yes. Sir. And I only watched Oregon play in the Rose Bowl. But based on that, my gut actually says Ohio State. I don't know why. I, th- I think Alabama was probably a tougher opponent than Florida State. And uh, Ohio State, or, sorry, uh, Oregon. Yeah. Alabama? I'm all confused now. <laughs> what? I think Florida State what? was an easier opponent for Oregon than Alabama was for Ohio State. Without a doubt. And Ohio State still seemed to control that game. And remember, remember, Ohio State was up. Or uh, Alabama was up 21-6. to six. In the beginning of that game, and it switched at the end of the second quarter. Oh, really quickly. Yeah. I had That's to be reminded true. of that as well. They were That's up. true. It was 21-20 at half, huh? Yes, it was. I guess I, guess I just had the impression of... Uh, I did too, though. They definitely took control in that second quarter, though, in the last five minutes. And then the, the second guess, half was just back and forth a no, little you're right. bit. No, you're right. I, uh, I kind of... And remembering that inaccurately, but I still think Ohio State showed more than because Florida State just kept handing the ball over to Oregon, and they they 
self-destructed in that third period. They did third quarter. Yes, they did. And Oregon was definitely impressive, and I think this will. I definitely think it's going to be a close game. But my gut just says Ohio State, but completely uninformed. I, I feel that's going to be a very close game. <laughs> it's it's going to be a close game. It looks like uh, Cardell Patterson or whatever Cardell Jones. I, I, I sound like an ignorant white person, but I'm not. I'm half Star Jones. Totally. He looks like a Tim Tebow type with a Doug Williams type arm, same kind of release deal. It, it looks like that. It really does. He he hunts the hole out. He gets the ball. He he gets low and he's looking at the avenue to run through, just like Tim Tebow. He looked just like him. It was it was surprising. He they overwhelmed my acceptance of their football program. I am still gonna go with Oregon. I think um, Marcus Mariota is the best player in college football. He is. As fast as whatever they have on their defense, he can read their defense. He has played good teams. He just played a really good team. Uh, he played a really good defensive team. Florida State is a really good defensive team, and and they they found their way to get their shit going. They'll get that rhythm offense going. The uh, you know we're gonna run a play every twenty seconds, hurry up type deal. That that's documented. They they were showing the highlights of it. Like they called they, they played the ball spotted. They're, they're going. They're they're catching you off guard because you're not in position. You're tired. You're 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 a half a second step late to where you need to be before you even line up. I got Oregon, but it's gonna be a real good game. If we did the uh, top five national title games of all time next year, this game would be on. Might be. I'm with you. I'm actually really excited for this game. I think uh, it's got potential to be a a shootout because. Oregon was definitely looking vulnerable defensively, defensively. Yeah. but they're also probably the best offense in the country, mm-hmm. so Ohio State could struggle, definitely. going to be some points up there. Going to be some points. Fastball? Fastenball? Fastball? Huh? Fastball? Fastball. You got one? That's for Drew. For me. Oh, that was what I was doing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. It's two minutes. He's he's under the pressure, Cuckoo. Okay, you get a two-minute question oh, here. This is, this, but, uh, straight up. this is going to be easy enough for you to go. Um, we're, we're a few weeks outside of the Super Bowl, and this is Denver Broncos push here, okay? What is the game plan? I'm not saying... I don't want to ask what the game plan is when we win. I feel like that's too too hard. I want to say what what is the game plan if we lose? What do the Denver Broncos do regarding Peyton Manning and the thirty five million dollar fucking cap room that we have on our on our uh, on our normal cap base over our salary cap there? Um, so two questions there in right. two minutes. What do we do about Peyton? What do we do about thirty five million dollars in cap space? Ready, set, go. Well, it's good that those are two questions because I was going to say Peyton Manning kind of decides what the Broncos do. And he could also affect what their big free agents do. Um, Peyton Manning's banged up right now. If, if the Broncos win the Super Bowl, I wouldn't be surprised if he retires. And uh, in which case, that opens up even more money Potentially, but uh, that could really hurt the Broncos in 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 uh, 
in negotiations with the free agents because the, does Demarius Thomas want to stay on a Broncos team that doesn't have Peyton Manning? Does does Julius Thomas want to stay? You know, and one of those guys could be franchised certainly, but um, to me, their their free agent priority, regardless of what happens with Peyton, because that's all that's that's just a question mark. Whatever happens, Demarius Thomas should be their priority. I think he's just a dynamic playmaker, um, more so than Julius Thomas, anyways. Um, right far. Just explosive after the catch, uh, fairly reliable hands. I mean, he's not, he's no Chris Carter, but uh, he's he's good. And then I think uh, I think Von Miller's warranted long term contract consideration. Uh, he's he kind of fizzled here these last three weeks or so. Uh, as far as sacks go, but uh, who knows what the game plans have been? Maybe they haven't been letting him up, letting him off the leash all the way. Uh, fuck, man! How much time do I got? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So there, bam! <laughs> it was awesome. High five, dude! It was, didn't didn't know it was gonna happen. Did a great job. <laughs> That's good. That's good. My my only question and rebuttal real quick. We're almost done. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, middle linebacker or, or right tackle? You didn't say either one of those. Do you think we do that through the draft or or do we not? Is it just because we don't know who the free agents might be right off the top? Well, I think right tackles are probably one of the cheaper positions on the offensive line, at least compared to. I'm gonna make a big joke right now. Well, we've really missed the fuck out of that because oh. we don't have a fucking right tackle. That's right true, now. but I mean, there's only a handful of impact right tackles. I mean, left tackle is always the more stressed position. So, uh, okay, I, I think, asked that just because because uh, I mean, know. yeah, they probably go heavy in the draft. I don't know. I can't. I can't really name a whole lot of right tackles. You know? No, I can't. So, like, you look at a little name, but is that what they look at? Do they look at a lineman that could fill that position? Do they look at a middle linebacker that yeah, could fill that position? Because as good as Vasquez is, I mean, he hasn't been terrible at right tackle. But, but he had a game when he got smoked. I yeah, and ideally they want him back inside where he was an all pro. That's why they they so, gave him the fucking forty five million dollar contract. Yeah, they're. They're going to look offensive line, I think, and that's a good move long-term because they have playmakers on offense and defense through free agency. Your, your TJ Wards and Kip Talib, Chris Harris, Von Miller. All that yeah, shit, so, bro. So address the, address the trenches. Address me. where we're missing, obviously. Yeah. Dugouts, what's up? All right, so... This is a question from Blakey because I, I did a lot of Batman exposing this week for him on Netflix. Um, so, Batman and Robin or Batman Beyond? Ooh, do you want the long answer or the short answer? That's That's you, Mr. Time Constraint. <laughs> You're the one always cutting off the time. I don't know. Well, you know, even my own daughter is a classicalist and, and very much informed me that Batman Beyond is not Batman. But when she saw Batman with a cape, went, that's Batman. Personally speaking, I love Batman Beyond, and I'm very sad that there's a rumor that they may kill Terry McGinnis. 
It's a lot longer answer, so Batman Beyond? And personally speaking, yeah. <laughs> Blake said, Ryan's son said, that's not Batman. When he saw Blake, when he saw Batman Beyond. But that's exactly <laughs> what Sid said. But there is nothing redeeming about Batman and Robin. Unless you're Blake or a four year old. Because well, I've watched it. Define Batman and Robin. Are we talking when when uh, when Grayson takes over Batman and becomes Batman and Robin under Grant Morrison? Okay, yeah, so you opened a whole can of worms. This actually was a title called Batman and Robin and it was awesome. I was talking about Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, three. you were going. Oh, that one. Is that was that? That's the one that Blake loves. That I had the oh, last wait, three what? Days in a row. Blake I'm loves so it. glad I said Batman Beyond. <laughs> Blake, Blake, it's Blake's favorite movie. Is Batman and Robin? Yes. I sent right. Did a you text. drop him on oh, his oh, head? Oh, oh, no, no, no! Listen, of course not. I, I blame him Uncle Doug for not educating him. I sent him a text, and it said, "You know why Batman?" Bat you sent him a text. I sent Ryan a text. Me, oh, yeah, he does send me text. Jesus, you know why Batman and Robin sucks? Because it's made for four-year-olds. Blake can't. He's like, he's like watching. He's us. all bam, rolling yeah. bladers and bat nipples. Next day, I went. <laughs> they got up. I went downstairs and slept for a little bit. Came up like a little bit later, and he's watching Batman and Robin again. Today, guess what he's watching again? Is it Batman and Robin? No, no, it was Batman. Clooney did look awesome as Bruce Wayne in those like sweater turtleneck things that he wore like in just, every scene. No, best, he'd, he'd, best, st- he'd stay in front of a fireplace and talk about Alfred. You know, <laughs> He's my old friend. It's the same disease that frees his wife head. That's a weird coincidence. That's true. It's a terrible movie though. I've seen more of it now than I've seen. Like, since I saw it and swore that I'd never watch it again. And it's three times. Squish, squish, squish. Terrible movie. You know what's better? Human Centipede 3, which is coming out. Yep, yes it is. 500 Man Centipede. <laughs> really? Yeah. He's gonna, second one sucks. He's going to so fuck bad. it with, like, huge. Doug, huge you shouldn't have wanted to with see With bigger razor time. wire wrapped around it while it's shooting bigger poop. What? You shouldn't have wanted that, to that see That makes sense. One. Just doesn't make the sense. The first one was kind of awesome. You got Wow, do you, much gore, do you know how much gore and blood were in the first one? None. You know how stupid the premise of the whole thing is? It's ass to mouth. Everybody knows that, Ryan. And did you know that the original concept came out of uh, the guy who wrote it and his friend talking about how they would uh, punish a was it a child molester? I don't know. Is like sewing like <laughs> the child molester's mouth like someone's Are any ass. of the people in the movies child molesters? No, no. not that I'm aware That's of. That's shitty. So Japanese fat cat billionaire <laughs> and two stupid girls that just wander their way into the dumbest plot ever. <laughs> and then like, and then that it's happens. like hostile both ass to mouth. And then it happens to that to one of those girls again in the second one, right? Yeah. Same kind of deal. Really. Yeah, she comes back. She's back. And guess who's back in part three? Both the evil sicko fuck weirdos. And Ernie Hudson. That weirdo in the second one was so... Is that true? Absolutely not. So lame. Just wanted to say. He was a little unsettling. I found him unsettling. 
Especially when he was fucking the end of the fucking caterpillar with a bunch of shit walking out. Well, and I hate how he's watching the first human centipede movie while he's at work. Like, you gotta have to... I don't know, just in sense. How does no one know that you're jerking off at the computer on the other side of the cubicle watching a terrible movie, Doug? What's up, man? (laughs) (laughs) Man boobs. This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. For more information, visit www.bacnpodcast.com. Your home for almost bacon and banjo!